Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of Genesis. At the time when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, while as yet there was no field shrub on earth and no grass in the field had sprouted, for the Lord God had sent no rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the soil. But a stream was welling up out of the earth, and was watering all the surface of the ground. The Lord God formed man out of the clay of the ground, and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And so man became a living being. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and placed there the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made various trees grow that were delightful to look at and good for food, with the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Lord God then took the man and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. Before the mountains were begotten, and the earth and the world were brought forth, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. To you turn man back to dust, saying, Return, O children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are as yesterday, now that it is past, or as a watch of the night. You make an end of them in their sleep. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. Fill us at daybreak with your kindness, that we may shout for joy and gladness all our days. Let your work be seen by your servants, and your glory by their children. Lord, give success to the work of our hands. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to, you, to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what are we to drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of your, itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, we have one of the most important moments happening right now in our country after this victory we have been celebrating from the Supreme Court 
taking away this falsehood, this lie, this invented idea that there was somehow a right to abortion in our federal constitution. Now what this means is that the people, all of us together, working through our democratic process, through lawmakers that we elect, through elections themselves, and also through ballot initiatives, can determine to what extent we are going to protect the unborn. Now morally, we're required to protect them completely. And that's the goal to which we need to, uh, to go. But brothers and sisters, we aren't at that goal, but a big roadblock has been taken out of our way, as we've been explaining and discussing uh, throughout these recent weeks. Well, one of the first opportunities that the people of the United States have, and particularly this boils down to the people of Kansas, but all of us can have an impact on this, is that right now and through August 2nd, which is their primary election day, they are voting to amend their state constitution to say there is no right to abortion in the state constitution. Because a few years ago, the Kansas Supreme Court said that there was. So it's sort of an analogous situation, isn't it, to what just happened nationwide. The Supreme Court had said 50 years ago there's a right to abortion in the Constitution. Now they just corrected themselves and said there isn't. In Kansas, the Supreme Court there said there is. But now it's the people who get to say that there isn't. This amendment called value them both doesn't create any new law and it doesn't ban abortion it simply gets it out of the constitution and says no we're going to decide the people will decide through their lawmakers and the people of kansas already have decided a lot of things through their lawmakers to protect many of the unborn and to protect their moms too from dangerous unregulated abortion facilities that's why it says value them both we value both the child and the mother now the readings today from Scripture in this Mass and the prayers that the Church provides for specific situations where we have to pray for our state hit the nail on the head. And you notice how wise the Church is in the, in the readings that we do provide and the special prayers of the sacramentary. Uh, there are many, many different um, uh, needs that the church identifies and that the church knows that we will face at various times. And so they have, and you heard me say it in the opening prayer, uh, the um, special needs of a particular state. So we're using that prayer today for Kansas and these readings I chose because in the book of Genesis, the Lord says to the man, the first man, the first father, the first human being, Adam, you're to care for the garden. Now that garden is, is a symbol of all creation, a symbol of the care that human beings will take for the earth, for their families, for their communities, for their political life, to care for the garden, to cultivate and care for it. This is a sign, this is a symbol of all the work of caring and cultivating the earth and the labor that human beings have to do throughout their lives and throughout history. Part of that cultivating and caring for the garden is caring for the gift of human life. And that's why this reading is so appropriate. It's appropriate in another, in another way, too. 
They were told not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, of course, we have to know good and evil. That very command that God gave them showed them the difference between good and evil. You obey me, it's good. Don't eat from this tree. If you disobey me, that's evil. But what does that tree symbolize? It symbolizes thinking we are the arbiters of good and evil. And isn't that one of the evils of our time? You try to explain to somebody what's right, what's wrong, what's sinful, what's virtuous, what's the word of God, what's the, the ways of, 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 of men. And they say, well, don't impose your morality on me. I'll decide for myself. What's true for you is not necessarily true for me. The idea that we each are the source of our own morality is what this reading is talking about. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil means you think that you write the commandments. That you decide what's right and wrong. And that if you choose something like killing a baby in the womb, or if you decide something like, oh yeah, there's a right to abortion in our Constitution, whether it's the federal or the state, you are eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Supreme Court of Kansas ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil by saying there's a right to abortion in this Constitution. And they failed to cultivate and care for the garden. The garden which is Kansas. The garden which indeed is the United States. The garden which is our families, our communities, including the unborn. You can't decide that there's a right to abortion because you're talking about the killing of an innocent human being. Privacy is one thing. We believe in privacy. We believe there are certain things that only you, it's only your business, and we believe that there are many things that we should be able to determine in the course of our lives without intrusion from the government. We're all on the same page about that. Government shouldn't be able to command us what, whom we marry or whether we marry or what... Uh, school we, we send our uh, children to. Of course, there are moral norms involved in all of those things. The, 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 neither the state can't redefine marriage either. Don't be confused. This is the Word of God being applied to politics. This is the Word of God being applied to what's going on around us because otherwise there is no such thing as following Jesus. We're not following Jesus in some kind of abstract world. We're following Jesus, we're worshiping Jesus Christ in this world. In the circumstances in which we find ourselves, we're going to be judged by God for the good and the evil we do to the people around us right now. The state of Kansas and the United States of America and the other 49 states cannot determine that certain people aren't people at all because when you do that you sin and when you fail to protect those around you brothers and sisters <laughs> you can't say that you love God that's why the church has to preach on these things and I'll tell you one of the reasons why the church doesn't preach on these things because people stand up and say you shouldn't be preaching about these things and therefore, you are leading others into sin. And you are asking your priests and you're asking your clergy to, to break their vows. I've been ordained to preach the word of God, they will say. So I'm going to preach it. 
And that means we apply it to the things around us. And that's where the gospel here comes in. The Heavenly Father knows what you need. Okay, we ask God every day, give us this day our daily bread. Give us the things that we need. But God says, okay, you can pray for those things, and I know you need those things, but what's your priority? Put first in your life righteousness. Put first in your life obedience. Put first in your life the kingdom of God, and then you'll be in a position to receive all these other things besides because God cares about you even more than you care about yourself. And so an individual making a choice about abortion or a court or the voters of a state, like, like is going on in Kansas right now, might be worried and thinking about a lot of consequences and needs that they have. But the first thing we have to think about, pray about, seek, and vote about is the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And you know what that means, brothers and sisters? That means that no human authority can authorize the killing of the innocent. No human authority can authorize the killing of a baby. No human authority can authorize abortion. Not a court, not a president, not a governor, not even the people can authorize the killing of a baby. And that's why that's why this is a beautiful moment, because the people of God, and I've been up and down and across the state of Kansas multiple times over these decades of my own full-time pro-life work, and I have seen the faith, and I've seen the commitment to the law of God and to the kingdom of God. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, Jesus tells us here. I've seen that being carried out day by day throughout Kansas. And brothers and sisters, I see it in you. This is not some kind of spiritual disembodied worship that we give to God. We give God worship in the body, in the circumstances of our political lives, and we have a beautiful opportunity right now to show exactly what that means. Let's pray that the people in Kansas will vote yes on this amendment, which simply says... There is no right to abortion in the Constitution. There is no duty for us to pay for it. And then they can decide what the laws will be through their elected representatives. That's living the kingdom of God. That's caring and cultivating for the garden. That's refraining from eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Not pretending that we are God but rather saying to him, Lord, you have revealed your will. It's no, it's no mystery. It's not up there in the clouds. You have revealed your will. We care for one another. And the care of human life and the protection of human life and the duty to protect human life begins when that life begins and not one moment later. May we live this out in Kansas and throughout the rest of the world as we continue to worship the God of life, the one who has conquered death, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. 
To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.